Listen to the good news as it is written in the Gospel of Luke. Now, after Jesus was crucified, Joseph of Arimathea, a righteous man, went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then he took it down, wrapped it in a linen cloth, and laid it in a rock-hewn tomb. The women who had come with Jesus from Galilee followed. Then they returned and prepared spices and ointments. And on the Sabbath they rested according to the commandment. But on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they came to the tomb, taking the spices that they prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they went in, they did not find the body. They were perplexed. Then suddenly, two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. The women were terrified. The men asked them, why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how Jesus told you while he was in Galilee that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified, and on the third day rise again. Then they remembered his words, and returning from the tomb, they told all this to the eleven and to all the rest. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. pray with me. Lord our God, open our hearts to the word you would have us here today. Open our lives to the gift of new life brought to us. And bless us that we might go from here trusting in your Easter message of life and hope. In Christ we pray, and may all God's people say, Amen. We are, all of us here this morning, I suspect, out of some great desire to remember those are words I'll never forget, opening words to an Easter sermon I heard long ago from a friend of mine, Ted Wardlaw. We are all of us here this morning out of some great desire to remember. And I believe it's never been more true than it is today. Two years after COVID struck, we're remembering the joy of celebrating Easter together again. We're remembering the delight of children gathering for an Easter story. We remember the awe we feel as the music touches us so deep in our hearts reverberating with that tender, sturdy love of God. 
the feelings, the memories are all coming back to us now as we soak it all in, more grateful for it than we ever were before. And touchingly, we're also keenly aware of what has changed. Our memories come flooding back, memories of a past that can never be relived, of other places we've worshiped, of family traditions, of Easter egg hunts or elaborate dinners, and poignant memories come rising too of loved ones who are no longer here, our family and friends, our memories of those who used to be with us here in this church, including Nam Hee Han and Charles Orr and so very, very many more. Remember, we are all of us here this morning out of some great desire to remember. It was in that spirit of poignant remembering that the women came to Jesus' tomb that morning. Two days after he'd been crucified, they came to pay their respects to their teacher, their friend, they came prepared with ointments and spices for the sacred duty of anointing his body. No doubt, they were still numb from shock and grief. These women had been faithful followers of Jesus. They'd watched him heal the sick. They'd witnessed him teaching the crowds and arguing with religious leaders. They knew, they knew he was the Messiah, the one who had come to save the people. But now, now he was dead, killed, on a humiliating cross. And now they doubted. They doubted everything they thought they knew about him, who he was, what his life was for. They grieved his death, and they grieved the future they had hoped for, a future of peace and justice and joy, not just for some, but for all. The hope, the hope of neighbors loving each other and nations abandoning war. The women sifted through their memories, trying to make sense of it all. And we, we know that kind of remembering too, don't we? The kind of poignant memory that ponders who we've lost. The words we wished we'd said when we had the chance. 
the fleeting times we know now we should have cherished. And we know their memories of lament for dashed hopes too, wondering how we'd gotten the future so wrong. Times when our hopes crashed and our dreams died, like the women at the tomb, we mourn for the future that we'd hoped for, for our own lives, for our loved ones, for the world, for the future that we grieve will never be. It was in the midst of their memory their grief, their shock and sorrow that the women came to the tomb. But even there, they didn't find what or who they'd come to see. Even this was not the way it should have been. The heavy stone at the tomb was rolled away, and worse, inside Jesus' body wasn't even there. They were perplexed, to say the least. And then, and then two men appeared in dazzling clothes, two angels who came explicitly to speak to them. <laughs> These two men sounded reproachful or maybe simply playful when they asked the women, why? Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but he has risen. And then the two men called up more memories in them, not just the precious memories of Jesus' life, not just the pensive memories of hopes now dashed, not just the painful memories of Jesus' cruel death. No, their words, their words summoned the missing piece the missing piece the women had forgotten. Remember, they said, remember how Jesus told you that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified and on the third day rise again. And that, that's when they remembered. And that memory, that memory changed everything. Jesus' death was not a failure, and his promises, his promises were not in vain. Today, this Easter, what would the angels call you? to remember. What would the angels call you to remember? Maybe it is simply this, that death is not the last word. The death of our loved ones, our hopes, the future that we thought we had, death is never the last word. Instead, God uses all of it, the sorrow and the loss, the pain and disgrace, the grief and regret. God uses all of it.
bring new life, to bring a fresh beginning, a future, and a hope. It was God. It was God who in the beginning made heaven and earth, who formed us out of clay and breathed life into us. And this day reminds us that God is not finished with us yet. Instead, God is still in the business of a new creation, taking our broken lives, our broken memories, our broken members, and God remembers. God remembers. Putting together parts that had been broken. And God breathes new life in us again and raises us to bring new hope into this world. Is this world perfect? <laughs> Hardly. And neither are we. But what if? What if today we remember what he told us, like the women at the tomb that day? Remember how he told us that light shines in the darkness. And the gloom of hate can never overcome the light of love. Remember how he told us that the truth will set us free, free from all the tyrannies of falsehood and deception. Remember. Remember how he told us that he came that we might have life, that we might have life and have it abundantly. Now it's our turn to remember, and more than that, to tell it too, with our words, and more than that, with our very lives. Now it's our turn to proclaim. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Amen.